Welcome to the show, Putejo. Long time, long time indeed. Yeah, long time indeed. Good afternoon and uh, and the listeners at home of the 2,000 and the 2 million out there. Yeah, yeah, 2 million plus. 2 uh, million plus, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, turbulence. <laughs> Very scary stuff. Passengers recently experienced um, West turbulence on a Kulula flight from Jobek to, to Devon, which is like a, a, a short flight. Uh, so the question is, what causes turbulence? Yeah, thank you, Glenn Zito. I think it's uh, the, something that uh, many people actually are scared of and mm. when they were about to start flying. Mm. And they think about um, why, you know, or what if or, uh, the flight crashes when it starts uh, experiencing the turbulence. But yeah. the, the, the truth of the matter is that uh, there isn't anything like that. Um, you know, turbulence, it's a weather situation that happens um, even when on a clear sky. Yeah. When you look down with on your window, you could see that there's no clouds, there's, there's nothing else. But yeah. what usually happens is that um, when the, the, the sun comes out, the hot air starts hitting on the ground. And um, once they hit ground, and remember, you, you have a cold air. So that's the mixture of a cold air and hot air. Now, uh, so during that time, the plane gets into what we call a jet stream. Now, the, the jet stream, um, it, it is a, a, a level in which the, the aircrafts are allowed to fly on. Uh, basically, when you do your, uh, your weather planning as, as you are going to be flying, you're going to uh, choose an altitude, a certain altitude, but mainly it, it is um, a, an altitude that, uh, a jet stream, that's where you are going to be. So sometimes when you fly there, because there's a cold air and the hot air mixture uh, in between there, so you, you're going to have a situation where you are now going to have that both cold air and, and hot air fighting each other and creating a sort of a... A, a what we call um, uh, air pockets. Okay. Uh, now those air pockets are the ones that are creating uh, bumps, but it's nothing really um, difficult. You know, th th these things pilots are trained to navigate through them. It, it's got really nothing much that uh, if they are going to get into a weather like that, they have done a proper planning, and you have to. Put your eyes and on those seatbelt lights and make sure that you are fastened. But it, there's nothing really much uh, that you should be scared of. Uh, but at the same time, they are equipped to make sure that they keep you from uh, experiencing those turbulence. Uh, but uh, obviously, if you're scared of heights and once you start, uh, the airplane start making those uh, shaky moves, you know, there are those that would start, you know, feeling uncomfortable but we try as much as possible to make you comfortable um, as uh, the flight is uh, uh, going through those turbulence but obviously there are those that are severe like your weather uh, but then again we've got radar uh, on board that will always obviously tell us as to where where we are going to fly uh, is it that bad uh, when it's a green orange or red when it's red, it, it, then it means you must try and avoid it as much as you can. And obviously the ground um, ATC will also give you the clearance as to whether you need to fly around that. But 
business should not be scared of turbulence at all. Okay, so meaning, okay, I think we've, uh, this question has been uh, asked before, but we'll ask it again because you've got 2 million listeners. Then we didn't have 2 million listeners. Now we have 2 yeah. million, we've got extra listeners. We'll ask it again. Is there a best time to fly to avoid the turbulence? Yes, absolutely. So this is how it happens. So early in the morning, okay, if you take up your flight in the morning, there is no sun as in it's still down there hmm. literally it hasn't rise up into into the middle now um so that hot air it's still very low it hasn't started rising uh, meaning that it hasn't started hitting the ground uh, for example in the morning when you wake up before the sun is out it's still a bit cold uh, you know it's not as hot as, as it is uh, during the day. So the best time to fly is in the morning. Pick up early morning flight if you're really scared of uh, uh, turbulence during the day um, and, and, and pick up early morning flight and just make sure that you are on that first early morning flight. Around that time, it would be much easier for you and less bumpy because um, the hot air hasn't dried. But again, you, you would... When the, the thunderstorms and so on, um, you know, those things can be avoided. But, you know, in some instances, you may not be able uh, to avoid them. But we will always make a plan uh, that you, you don't have to experience that bumpy. But the best time to fly is in the morning. Just pick up an early morning flight, then you are good. You know, I, I was not aware that, you know, the best time to fly is in the morning. But I know... There was a time when I used to fly a lot. And I know for a fact that I used to prefer flying in the morning. Reason being, if I'm flying to Jobek, I know that just after midday, you know, the, the clouds will start building up. There will be turbulence and it will start raining. So I used to fly very early in the morning, not even knowing that actually if you want to avoid turbulence, you need you to fly in the... For this yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know, but I always knew that midday in Jobek during summer, it's going to be chaotic in the air. But anyway, we know that for people who fly, you know landing in Johannesburg is never easy. Because like, of the high altitude yeah, that yeah. we have in Highfield there. Absolutely. Absolutely fantastic. I love it. So, I mean, you're a pilot yourself. And um, you also fly a lot as a, as a passenger. So the question that we, I want to ask you today is, do passengers really pay attention uh, to the cabin, you know, cabin safety demonstration? This is a very important question, um, Glenn. And I think our listeners will, uh, will really agree with us on mm, this one. Yeah. People do not pay attention to safety demonstration of uh, cabin crew. Yeah. And it's very important and we should really try and encourage our passengers mm. to pay attention to that. Yeah. One of the things that usually happens when we do the safety demonstration uh, on board is that people don't know when you are going to have a situation. It doesn't have to be a crash or any, anything. It might be a procedure where we got to perform um, emergency landing mm. there, there might be a lot of other issues uh, from technical from the flight deck that we may force to bring the airplane down on the ground and make sure that uh, everybody is safe 
Now, you've got to know where is your nearest exit. Where is your uh, life vest? Yeah. And, 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 and if we lose Kevin Pressure, mm. how you are going to put on that mask um, that would come up from, uh, uh, from the top of mm. your, um, where you're sitting on yeah. the cabin? Yeah. Now, people don't pay attention to that. There was yes. a flight that actually made an emergency ex- uh, um, um, landing in, uh, um, I think it was in Philadelphia uh, about two years ago. It was the Southwest where a lady was sucked out of the uh, airplane mm. because she wasn't strapped. Mm. So it's important that you keep your safety belt. You listen to the cabin briefing because that briefing, we do it all the time. And it has to be repeated. If the airline doesn't do that, they are going to be penalized by the regulating um, authority. Uh, in this case, it's CAA for us. So, mm. so it is important. The passengers have to listen to that, pay attention. It is important. It saves you from um, being scary of these turbulence that we have just spoke about. Excellent, excellent. Now, um, let's go back to South African Airways. We understand that they've decided to dump Mango. And I also understand that Mango Airlines is also offering employees voluntary severance packages. What's going on? So um, last week, um, Mango um, went and, and approached uh, uh, SAA about the current situation. In fact, they appeared before the portfolio committee mm. uh, trying to, uh, um, uh, you know, obviously updating the parliament about the ongoing of Mango. Now, the SAA indicated that uh, they, they do not think that uh, it is going to be uh, business viable for, for them to keep uh, Mango as part of their entity. In, in other words, they are saying they are going to try and get a strategic partner, but basically they are not going to inject any further money into Mango uh, to continue. But what we see now playing out in the public is that um, the current setup of uh, the Dakato deal that uh, is now coming to to be part of SAA. It looks like they are now paving the way for Dakato to come with their own airline in a form of lift without SAA having a, 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 baggage, mm. a baggage of the Mango airline. Now they're trying to untangle it and just let it die um, its natural death so that uh, lift can continue without having this uh, uh, mango which i just think that um, we could have um, as a or saa could have tried to maybe do a merger between the two airlines but not just uh, let it die and the poor people are going to be uh, retrenched and 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 you know it's it's it mango can still be saved and uh, and i think that uh, they should try and uh, and, and look for strategic partner that can take Mango to the next level because I really think that uh, it, it, it shouldn't be let it die the way they want it to die. All right, finally, the Americans, U.S. has finally ended international travel ban. Yes, they have. And um, so what happens is that... Um, if you have vaccinated, I know you have. If not, then you must go there tomorrow and, and vaccinate. Uh, 
So if you have vaccinated and you've got a proof of vac- uh, vaccination certificate, mm. you are allowed to get into the U.S. Um, without going through into the quarantine that we have been doing. Yes. Um, if you want to go there, you'll have to be not directly from South Africa, but you must be coming from one of the countries uh, uh, that are within the North America uh, not necessarily South America, but North America, so that you you can get in there. Then, then you must stay 14 days there and then go in. Now that is open. You can go into America without uh, having to go and do the quarantine. Directly but from South in, Africa? Correct, yes. Okay. Yes. In fact, uh, next week I'll be heading to, to the States myself. We are not so, surprised. Uh, we are not yes. surprised. Thank now, you. The, the issue that is still... Uh, a bit of a uh, uh, tedious for the Americans is that uh, the appointments for those that don't have the visas, it's still not uh, sorted. Mm. But what the U.S. government has done is that uh, if your visa has expired within this year, you are no longer requiring to go in for an interview because the slots are not available you would then be offered to interview waiver. So they will waive your interview and you just send the documents um, for them to, to, to issue you uh, the visa. But uh, the, your passport or your visa should have been expired within the year, within 12 months. Uh, so they can just renew it without you going to, uh, to attend the interview because the appointment... Uh, slots are not available uh, for those that would want to do a fresh application. But then they can still also uh, use their own discretion to call you for an interview if you satisfy uh, what they want from you. But for now, we are allowed to go to the US, we are allowed to go to the UK, we are allowed to go to Europe, and there are many other countries that we are allowed to go without quarantine. So the business is open, and I think we should... uh, really uh, be thankful but people must vaccinate first and produce the vaccine certificate they will be allowed to get into those countries thank you so much for chatting to us this afternoon all the best and have a lovely trip i'll keep in touch with you when you're in america thank you yeah thank you very much and uh, uh, and to the listeners uh, i appreciate the support uh, that we always enjoy on that two million listeners it is uh, uh, an honor for us to have been part of the 2000, 2 million yeah. of the 2000. You definitely made a contribution. That's what you're saying. <laughs> mm, yeah, we no. try. I know. Sure. I got this, man. I'm the man, man. What you gonna do, man? What you gonna do? Thank you, Putejo. Thank you, Rakile Thank you. Pula. Tolo.